Hey guys, it's Kelly here with another Q&A. Today's question comes from Kathleen who asks, what is the best way to turn a potential client inquiry call into a scheduled appointment? Great question, Kathleen. Thanks for submitting it. And I'm going to do my best to provide you some answers and some guidance. Your first call from a potential client is an important call. That's why we think it's great to have a process for that. In our boot camp, we have a script that we give to our boot campers. And it's not about it being an ABC formula. It's really about making sure that you cover certain points when you're having a call with a potential client. When you cover these different points, you're providing containment and guidance. That is a clinical issue as much as it is a business issue. Nothing worse than therapists that avoid talking about their fee on the phone or their, how they do appointments or leaving a lot of unknowns for the potential client. You basically want this call to give them enough information for them to make a good decision for themselves. There's no need to convince or defend the way you run your practice, who you are, or how you work. If anything, this is just about establishing, is this a good fit? So usually when I have a call with a potential client, I open with a few boundaries. Hey, we've got 15 minutes to chat today. I want to ask you some questions, um, tell you a little bit about my practice, and then I'll open it up for you to ask some questions and by the end, we should know if this is a good fit and if you want to proceed with an appointment or if I could provide you some referrals. It's a great way to kind of say, this is what's going to happen today. Reduces the anxiety of the client. It also allows you to have a little bit more control initially so you don't go down rabbit holes and you make sure you cover what you need to in the time allotted. Initially in your call, after you kind of set the, the goal of the phone call, you want to get to know them. Tell me a little bit about why you're calling. What prompted you to call now? What's going on that you think that you need therapy or coaching or whatever it is that they're calling for? I personally like to also ask about that miracle question, you know, like, Let's say a few months have passed, you look back and you're glad you did therapy. What needs to be happening for you to feel good about the investment in therapy? This will tell you a little bit about their expectations and their motivation. I sometimes also ask, you know, how long do you expect therapy to go? Do you have any sense of how much therapy you need? Because it's interesting, as a therapist who often works in a longer-term kind of context with my clients, um, sometimes people will come to me and say, I probably need like one or two sessions. And then I could talk to them about that a little bit, delve in a little bit more. And that's usually a good segue into, well, let me tell you a little bit about how I work. Um, I'm a licensed marriage family therapist. I see my clients typically weekly to start, and usually I'll do a first ass uh, assessment or intake appointment that's X amount of time. Then after that, we'll meet weekly for 45 to 50 minutes each time. You'll have a regular time so you know when it's going to be every week. 
And then after about six or eight sessions, we will kind of reevaluate and see how things are going and continue on with our planning for therapy if that's what the next step is. And then I let them know what my fee is. I have the money conversation. My fee for session is X amount. How does that work for your budget? And I just kind of open up to them. Um, and then that can also open up into what other questions do you have so that you can make a good decision. And by that time, we've kind of gone through and talked about what they need to know in terms of how the practice works. Also, when I'm talking about my practice, I forgot to mention this, I'll also share a little bit about my process. I have an online system. I'll send you all your forms um, through the internet and you can fill them out online. You need to have those filled out prior. I typically have taken a credit card um, before the first appointment or had them fill it out online actually. I don't have them give me the card online per se. I mean, on the phone call, they can go into the electronic health record to reserve their first appointment. This also helps with no-shows. A good conversation will establish if a client is a good fit for you. That's really what you're trying to see here. This is a good fit for you and for them, and that is going to lead to more scheduled appointments and better clients that fit with you and referring clients out to other great therapists that may not be a good fit as well. This will also basically put you at ease when you have a process in place so that you're not fumbling around. That whole money conversation I find is one that therapists want to leave out. And a good call that can lead to an appointment is one that contains the client which means you're capable of having hard conversations or awkward conversations or, you know, money can be an issue, but you call it out because that's what we do as therapists. We deal with some of the stuff, the secrets, the things that nobody wants to look at. Well, we do that in the initial call too in terms of, you know, some of these business transactions, which are also clinical transactions, and we don't want to negate that. So I'm hoping that kind of helps you establish how to have that first call and how to turn it into a scheduled appointment. It's never by force. It's always up to you if you want to take the client and up to the client if they want to work with you. It's a mutual process and decision that's done with clarity and with ease the more you practice and get the hang of it. And you'll try different things of saying things um, different ways of doing it, but the more you give effort toward this and pay attention to this in your process, the more likely you're going to improve your outcomes in your initial phone call inquiries. So thanks for submitting a question, Kathleen. I really hope that this answered it for you. And for any of you guys listening, I'd love to hear about your process and how you go about determining, um, how to take those calls and turn them into appointments. For now, I hope you guys have a great day.